the 107th episode of the Hondo Handys podcast is brought to you by Ocean City Center for the Arts. Explore art in Ocean City with the Visual Arts Center of Ocean City. With art classes, camps, workshops, and a local Ocean City gallery located in the Little Salisbury neighborhood at 502 94th Street in Ocean City, Maryland. Call 410-524-9433 or find them on the web at Ocean City Art League of Ocean City org. Be sure to attend the annual film festival next year. My guest today is Ian Postley, a freelance Lance Ryder from Ocean City, Maryland. How you doing today, uh, uh, Ian? Uh, doing good. How are you? All right, fantastic. Have you on, uh, Ian? Let me tell my listeners a little bit about you before we get started. Ian graduated from Stephen Decatur High School and the Delaware College of Art and Design. He's a Bishopville native and an illustrator. Ian is always hard at work, being a fruition concept in vivid color. Besides being a poster designer for the annual Art Ocean City Film Festival, Postley commonly finds himself in a role of freelance artists. With a resume of experience spanning from fine arts, plum art paintings, logo design, posters, merchandise branding, album, album covers, stickers, and more. It seems like Ian Postley can practically do anything. And you have an impressive bio so far. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Thanks. And <laughs> um, I want to, again, congratulate you on your work on the sixth annual Ocean City Film Festival cover design. It was outstanding. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's always a blast doing, like, film festival posters each year. And, uh, you know, uh, between, like, the whole entire gambit, I guess, like the, the tenure of the film festival. Uh, if, if I am going to pick favorites, I would probably say uh, the year before or this year is, is, is personally the, the most fun I've had making the poster. Well, I tell you what, you did a fantastic job. And I know you tried some playground tackle football when you were young and you're interested in the rest of the team in high school, but you stuck with art instead. Yeah. Tell my listeners a little about your upbringing, uh, you know, when you were young and maybe uh, where you grew up and um, when did you, when you turn, when did you turn to art instead of sports? Um, I, I grew up in Bishopville, uh, like previously mentioned. Uh, I, I, I think I've always kind of just been interested in art. I, I think mainly uh, kind of like, you know, how like a, uh, kind of like the introductions with the, like most kids uh, like they have like that little fill out sheet where it says like, what's your favorite color or what's your, what do, what would you like to do when you grow up? Like most kindergartners are probably like, I want to be a firefighter or I want to be a police officer or I want to be a princess or <laughs> whatever. Right. Uh, my, like in my head, I always kind of wanted to be an artist. It was either an artist or a professional wrestler. <laughs> and I felt like <laughs> I, I always felt like an artist was probably the the, the better or at least the, the, the less nerve wracking thing to say in front of <laughs> tons of, you know, my peers at the time. Right. Um, so, so, but both were 
a general interest to me. Um, so I've kind of stuck with art. It wasn't really until uh, maybe like middle school or high school where um, I kind of started considering doing sports when they sort of became like an option to me. Um, I, I guess like when most people look at me, uh, especially like, you know, coaches and things like that, they, they start to approach me and start to ask, Hey, you should be on my team. You should. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like a, like the amount of like army and Navy recruiters that approached me over the years in high yeah. school. And it, 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 it was a lot, but yeah, um, always been interested in at least like wrestling and playing football and different things like that. Well, um, I think with art, you made a great choice. Um, what elementary school did you attend? Um, I'm a Shell Elementary. Shell Elementary. Well, when you were at Shell, was there one teacher that kind of helped you or uh, led you towards art or, or continued to, uh, your passion? Continued your passion? Um, I, 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 I think all the teachers there were pretty much supportive, um, but I think uh, nothing really stands out. But but they were okay. all very friendly and all very supportive. Um, I think it was it, it very much wasn't until like later later where where like our teachers uh, where where my teachers sort of you know it coddled me more. I guess I was always a shy kid, so maybe that was played a part into it as well. I I know when you uh, I know the middle school. Uh, focuses a lot on art. So you attended uh, uh, Berlin Intermediate School. Is that what it was called then? Yeah, Berlin Inter Inter Intermediate School, I believe, was like uh, fourth through sixth, and then the middle school was still there, so seventh okay. through eighth. So when you got to the intermediate school, um, uh, you continued your passion for art? Definitely, definitely. It, um, by that point, I still very much was drawing. I, I sort of graduated from like uh, the lollipop circular heads and the humpback shoulders to like a more, <laughs> I guess, a, a, a appropriated style of art. <laughs> I, I think like, um, like thinking back on like all those moments in like Berlin Intermediate, I weirdly enough, like I, I didn't think about it until right now, but I actually sold like art to kids it was like a little side hustle i guess at that at that point in time wow. um yeah so it'd be like three dollars for like a line art and then like five dollars if you wanted it colored um and and, and i and I, I had like a little business kind of booming I wasn't entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wasn't spending it on anything interesting it was mainly like gum and like <laughs> of course games. but uh but but yeah yeah so you left the um, intermediate school. Where, was it more advanced when you got to, was it Stephen Decatur Middle School? Yep. Um, um, I, I think at least like, uh, I think the curriculum just sort of is, is different. Uh, there's different things that, you know, uh, we, we sort of deal with, I, I guess, like, you know, uh, from elementary on to like maybe intermediate school, you sort of focus on sort of like the elements of art. And then now it's sort of like becoming like a practical use thing. So concepts come into play where, you know, it's like 
you have this premise now try to create a piece of artwork that adheres to this premise type thing and and my art teacher there miss gold was was amazing um, okay I, I i still i i think like when even when i graduated or left the high school or left the middle school excuse me uh i i would come back and visit miss gold and other teachers that inspired me at the middle school at the time like mrs seco and other people who, who went there oh, so is yeah. miss gold still at that school i i believe so i believe so yeah i'll have to stop yeah. by and commend her <laughs> yeah she's always <laughs> been very supportive uh she even was one of the first um teachers to sort of um give me a recommendation on what college to go to uh once i graduated high school um so yeah yeah okay so now you're at Steve Nicator High School, and I'm sure um, uh, things picked up and you're um, focused on art there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, I, guess, I guess it sort of did. Uh, it, I, there was still like a lot of questioning, I, I think, like um, especially what I enjoy doing and what I enjoyed, like, Art-wise, like um, I, I wasn't like digesting any art books or anything um, on, on that level yet. Um, I would basically kind of go to my library and maybe stumble across like just basic children's illustrations or uh, maybe like a comic book here and there. But um, there, there, I didn't really have like a lot of outlets to comic books. Like, like my my mom, uh, bless her. <laughs> but she was, a, she was a she was a she was a very like uh, a partly protective mother so she like she didn't want me to look at like certain comic books and uh you know trying to keep me well-rounded so so lo- love my mama <laughs> but, i got you but, well but, yeah well well at steve nicator did they they actually have uh art class or, or what at Stephen Decatur, yeah, yep. Um, I I went through, I guess, the whole entire tier system that okay. Stephen Decatur provided. I think it was Art One, Art Two, um, Advanced Art, and then AP Art um, was was how it was built. Was that challenging for you? Um, I, I I didn't. I think it was. I think it was. It definitely challenged what I thought I could do, um, and. It, honestly, it was more fun than anything, and you know the whole entire adage and saying is like, if, if it's not work, if you're having fun, you know. Right. And so I was having fun; I had a blast. So, were there any extracurricular activities uh, for art that you're involved, like theater or, or anything else, like a club? Um. <clears throat> I, I didn't I didn't do much with theater. Uh, okay. I think the only extracurricular activity that like I I <laughs> I threw my hat into, but once again didn't do was like uh, I tried out for football and I I tr- kind of sat down for like the debate team and. Um, I was in like a chess club in like middle school, but besides that, I pretty much stuck to art. Well, while you're at Decatur with your art, um, 
did you have the opportunity to like produce any special projects or you're just still learning? Um, I was very much just still learning. Like I said, I was a shy kid. I, I like, um, I, I don't think I really blossomed probably until like my junior year. And by that time I had all my credits. So I was basically just walking through the hallways, like finger gun, like, Hey, hello, how's it going? <laughs> because <laughs> the stress was over. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> well, let me bring this up. While you were still at Steve Decatur, um, you received an art league scholarship, uh, maybe the first one ever offered uh, um, in conjunction with the art league of Ocean City. How did that come about? Um, it, it was sort of just like, you know, being a junior and trying to, you know, uh, prep yourself for college and sort of the things that college brings, which, which is like, uh, unfortunately for this modern age, like high tuition. <laughs> so uh, I was just trying to apply to any scholarships and any grants that applied to where I was going and what I wanted to do with my life. And one of the ones that I found uh, that I stumbled across was one for the Art League of Ocean City. Um, I, I think their process was a little bit different from the other scholarships that I sort of applied to, which was different from like, you know, getting your references and Right. Um, writing like an essay like they actually uh for me to get the scholarship I actually showed up at the art league building which was my first time there I, I didn't know of the art league until that moment right. um I showed up uh I sat down with other uh candidates uh, I'm not sure if I was the only person that got a scholarship I'm pretty sure that other scholarships were handed out uh, but we were all just chatting amongst ourselves wearing our I guess our our best outfits for high school art kids, which just like just like sweaters and like scuffed converses, but like we we were we were willing and ready. Um, they they did like a little brief interview, and um, you know what, I, I walked out. Were you there by yourself, or you sounded like the other other students came with you? Um, I think I think it was a. Uh, a lot of the kids I haven't seen before, I think they were from other schools. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, they were there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do think you were one of the first and maybe the first uh, student that received the scholarship for the Center for the Arts. And um, I guess after that, because uh, I, I remember working with you, um, you returned uh, during the summers to, to help out with the. Uh, um, the cats there yeah. and to assist. And I think you did a good job with that. How did you enjoy that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. It, it was definitely a learning experience for sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> I, I, a lot of those summers were very, very, um, I, I guess very, I, I was doing a lot. Let's say that. Let's yeah. Say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to Working with the instructors, I think they kept you busy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it, it was basically just sort of like a daily process at that point. I actually got in touch to do the youth um, summer camps, like, the same day that I was applying for the scholarship with the interview. Ian, I know Rena Thaler, the uh, executive director of the Art League, speaks highly of you, and, and she really loved your film festival. Uh, cover design also and uh, you know 
she knew you did. She spoke that you did a great job at the camps uh, uh, during the summer. And after high school, you decided to attend Delaware College of Art and Design. Was Delaware College Art and Design your first choice, or were you considering other colleges? Um, I, I was definitely considering other colleges. Um, I think, uh, like many colleges that sort of stopped by the high school, they, they sort of gave their pitches and had uh, the representatives. Um, honestly, I, I, I liked the pitch, and I, I it was one of the places that I was actually able to tour the campus. Um, so a lot of the things just kind of stacked in his favor. I, I was looking at uh, Cooper Union, I was looking at Micah, and I was looking at a, a bunch of other places, but, but DCAD was the one that I went with. Where is that located? Um, it's located in Wilmington, Wilmington, Delaware. Oh, okay. Uh, so for that school, Delaware College of Art and Design, how, ma- how many years did you have to attend? Um, it's a two-year school. Uh, it's considered like a transfer school. Okay. And what was the degree that you received? Um, I received an associate's degree in fine arts. Uh, so it's like an AFA uh, in illustration. Okay, great. I'll tell you what, you do some fine, you do some great work. Oh, um, tell my listeners uh, uh, some of the things you had to do, uh, you know, to acquire that degree. Um, at least for me uh, to basically graduate, uh, I had a bunch of different courses that I had to sort of pass to achieve it. Uh, I had. Is there anything you want to add to what you had to do to acquire your um, your degree at your AFA? Uh, no, nothing in particular. Uh, yeah, I just basically did a whole bunch of things. I, I learned how to sort of be an efficient graphic designer. I learned how to take photography or at least the basis of photography. I learned about art history. I was encouraged to go around the city, draw, uh, just really try to soak up as much game as, as I could get and, um, and ended up graduating and basically hopping headfirst into the, like the freelance art scene in this area, pretty much. Well, congratulations. Hey, you're currently the 2022 Fellow uh, for Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion in part with the Ocean City Art League. I know you're hoping to use that opportunity to go back and visit Steve Decatur and maybe speak to some of those graduates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was one of the first things that I kind of drafted uh, like a part of this um, to actually try to do. Well, we hope you the best with that. That sounds like an interesting opportunity. Um, um, that must be a good feeling, even having the opportunity to re- return to the school that you graduated from. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I know Miss Powell, who was a teacher that I had there, uh, amongst like others. Um, it was between Miss Powell and I believe Miss Farleman kind of shared the room, so I also spoke to her. Um, during my junior and senior year, they were very supportive and they were very welcoming to me coming in. I know that this is um, 2022 is her last year um, sort of mm. being at Decatur. 
So we, we tried to make it a point to try to come through and visit her, um, her outgoing AP art students to talk to them. Um, your longtime friend, B. Al Strain, provided you with the opportunity for the uh, Ocean City Film Festival annual poster design. Uh, that must have been a great opportunity for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, like I said, I was fresh out of college. I basically hopped right back into the freelance scene around here. And, and you know, I it's weird because it's like uh, graduation from my college was very early. So I graduated in the morning and I got back into town same day. The sun was still up. And I was sort of sitting on my couch and it was sort of like a big shrug of like, what do we do now? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I I tried to apply myself. I started applying for jobs to sort of cut down on my student debt and all the loans that I had and uh, trying to call around and see if there was anybody who needed art or, and, you know, uh, luckily uh, BL along with others were trying to get together this thing and the film festival was it. And, he, he basically pitched it to me. I with you know, I tried to save face and try to like, you know, do like a little scratch. Like, I don't know, but I was, <laughs> I, I was 100%. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was ready. <laughs> you were ready for it. Um, you know, like I said, the design I saw this year to me was my first one. How has it changed? You know, how many, it's been six years. How has it changed over the years? Or is it a different focus or theme each year? Um, I've, I've been on record in saying, like, I believe, like, we've, we kind of found our stride with, like, these past, I, I want to say, like, three posters. Um, but it, it sort of, I think, you know, uh, I, I think even you spoke on it with BL. Uh, it, it is steadily changing, and there was a lot of things that we sort of had to adjust and acclimate to and, um, I think the poster was also one of those things and uh, like the first year it was sort of loose and open-ended and honestly uh, those aren't my favorable designs <laughs> but, but, but people but people love them and um, I think now we're sort of finding a stride with uh, this narrative that we have going on with the robots and um, sort of like them sort of finding Ocean City and sort of taking in and uh, sort of becoming essentially Taurus uh, with the intentions of seeing probably the, at least from the narrative of the poster, the biggest thing that Ocean City has to offer, uh, the most interesting and fresh thing that Ocean City has to offer, which is the film festival, which is what it's all supposed to represent. I tell everyone out there listening, if you didn't get to that film festival this year, be sure to uh, save that calendar date for next year. Um, uh, uh, I'm assuming you will be doing that uh, cover next year. Yeah, yeah, fingers fingers crossed, knock on wood. Uh, they, they certainly have trusted me all these years um, with it. Um, so yeah, I, I hope, I hope continue on going on strong with it. What uh, are you you're currently working on any projects? Yeah, um, I, I just got done doing uh, like a little short, still freelance artwork with logos. Um, 
I have some designs in the work, uh, ideas, preliminary stuff. I'm actually in part with the Art League of Ocean City. I have a, I'm going to be sort of sitting at their uh, sponsor table, a part of the Juneteenth Festival in Salisbury this okay. year. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to come up with some artwork maybe to uh, support what's going on there. Um, and on top of that, just trying to, you know, keep, keep the blade sharp, keep it wet, you know. I have something I want to ask you. This brand new, it just popped in my head. Sure. Um, you know, Ocean City, do, do you do anything with sports and art? No, I, I actually haven't done a lot with sports and art. I, I know yeah. uh, one of one of my favorite, one of the artists that like I've really enjoyed um, was Ernie Barnes. Um, for like folks who are who are unfamiliar, Ernie Barnes was the painter who uh, sort of did the art that JJ from Good Times did in the series Good Times. Right. Um, but like he was also a, a sports player, and a lot of his artwork outside of that series also dealt with sports. And I always loved that art. So yeah. Well. Um... I'm being involved with the, uh, there's a, you know, basically the largest basketball, high school basketball tournament in the country is in Salisbury, Maryland, coming up in December. And I was asking you because uh, that's over 100 and some teams coming. And um, I just didn't know if art could be, your type of art could be related to some kind of, basketball or something that they're doing but anyway something for you to think about I'll definitely, I'll definitely i'll definitely keep it in my back pocket yeah um what are some of the artists that have inspired you i know you mentioned a couple yeah uh, um, uh, who are some of the artists that, that have inspired you along the way um oh man it's, it's a very long list i'll try to shorten it <laughs> <laughs> just but, a few uh, yeah, but but um, I, I think it honestly is a, is it like an ever growing um, list. Uh, I think illustration, like I I love line work. I love uh, just sort of like bold lines. So like, um, there's a bunch of folks out there like uh, like R. Crumb and um, Daniel Klaus and um, Ed Piscor who does like. Uh, he has a series, this comic series that I really enjoy. It's called Hip Hop Family Tree, which sort of depicts all these um, historical hip hop and even some part R&B artists as like superheroes, borderline, like from the depictions of Jamie Hewlett, who does like gorillas artwork, even weird like sci-fi artists like Mobius. And I, I'm, I'm a very eclectic taste guy. I love album artworks as, you know, tons and tons of folks out there. Well, um, you're a very busy man, but I always ask my interviewers uh, uh, if they have any hobbies, you know, um, uh, you know, volunteer work that you do, but mostly hobbies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think one of the biggest hobbies besides art that I have is, is making music. Um, oh, I, you make music too. I, I do, I do. Oh I, wow! I, I I make I make beats. I I've sold beats. I've uh, to to like other artists. 
out there. Um, nice. I, um, I, I, I rap uh, once upon a time, <laughs> still do. Um, and on top of that, I'm actually going to be a judge at uh, the Arts Day at the, um, I want to say, is it the wine, the wine, the wine festival, the Windmill Creek Winery, I think, right around uh, the corner from Chow Elementary. Uh, okay, right, so, right, right. So I think that's happening June 5th um, at like 11. So I'm going to be a judge there uh, for their Battle of the Bands event. Um, I've performed locally, like, yeah. So so that's probably a big hobby for me as well. Um, I'm, I'm on Bandcamp. My alias is, oh boy, my, <laughs> my, my uh -oh. alias is uh, George Glass. Uh, George Glass with one S, like the Brady Bunch character. Okay, all right. Um, what do you see yourself doing in the future? Um, or, or being involved in, in the future? <laughs> um, I, I hope. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, I I I see myself still doing art to the best of my ability. Uh, I'm still very much passionate about art, and that's something that I actively try to keep, you know, strong. Um, I know it's very easy, um, it, as at least speaking to multiple artists, whether they're my age or older, that um, we we all do get sort of disconnected and sort of jaded with uh, either how we're doing or how we can improve ourselves or, you know, it, it's easy to at least lose sight of certain things. Um, so I, I think I'm, I'm trying to keep that in mind. Um, but I very much want to get into more like, um, kind of like more, uh, kind of like installation art. I, I know this past uh, gallery season for March, I kind of constructed my first light box and sort of did like a light box piece. And um, I, I graded it, I sanded it, I sort of found this uh, ceiling lighting, you know, fixture and I restored it. And uh, I created the artwork inside of it and, you know, try to string it up the best I could. But I, I would, I'm always trying to figure out a way to um, sort of like push the envelope on what I think I can do and what I can do and um, just trying to keep going with that pretty much. For my listeners, tell me, tell them exactly what a light box is. Oh, for sure. Um, so most people see light boxes sort of like um, typically in like movie theaters. So when you're walking towards uh, kind of like your main theater, the posters are lit up um, they're actually sort of like in a frame, but the actual frame is lit by either lights or maybe, uh, I guess more modernly LED lights. And, oh, the, yeah. and the actual movie posters, they're not regular paper. It's actually uh, something called Duratrans film. So it looks different when the lights turned off and uh, the Duratrans is more durable than like regular poster paper, different things like that. And it sort of adds more of a vibrant, uh, brilliant color to your pieces. Um, I know like certain photography, um, certain photographers when they're 
installing their pieces in galleries. A lot of them do use Duratrans film. Um, you also see it at bus stops and maybe even some billboards or even some business fronts use it. Um, but, but I've been experimenting with trying to figure out all that and, you know, trying to emulate the, the artists that sort of inspire me to do things. Well, that's fantastic. And um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, nothing, nothing in particular. Anything uh, I mean, coming up? <laughs> uh, besides the, the, the Wind Creek, uh, I just messed up the name again. <laughs> come, come stop by our day at the Windmill Creek Winery. I'll be there. It's going to be a great time with the Battle of the Bands and everything. Um, come and see me at the Juneteenth um, Salisbury Festival. I'll have a booth. Come chat with your boy. And I'll love to see your face. Um, uh, check out the Oak City Film Festival. I believe $5 film nights are still going on uh, actively. Um, support, support your local arts. Uh, a lot of folks are out here doing great things. I'm not the only one out here. Um, if, if you would like to follow my art, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Ian Postley. That is I-A-N-P-O-S-T-L-E-Y. Um, there you'll, you'll find a link to my website, my recent art. And if you're interested in hearing the noises that I also make music-wise, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at who is George Glass. That is who is George Glass. Uh, Glass is G L A S. Um, there as well, you'll find links to all my music, georgeglass.bandcamp.com. All of it's pretty much for free. You can listen to it and, uh, and enjoy it if you feel it. And did you mention the website? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a website. Okay. It's, currently, it's currently under construction. I'm trying to boot it back up because it was one of the things I sort of 86 when the pandemic sort of started. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it's up booting. Um, but at the moment, I'm updating everything at Instagram uh, at Ian Postley. All right. Well, Ian, on that note, I guess I'll bring our interview to you again. If you could give me a chance, I want to give my sponsor another plug. The 107th episode of the Hondo Handy Podcast is brought to you by the Ocean City Center for the Arts. Explore art in Ocean City with a visual art center of the Art League in Ocean City. With art classes, camps, workshops, and local Ocean City, Maryland Gallery. Located at 502 94th Street in the Little Salisbury neighborhood. Call 410 524 9433 and be sure to find them on the web at the Ocean, at the Art League of Ocean Today, my guest has been Ian Postley, the sixth annual Ocean City Film Festival cover designer and currently the 2022 fellow for equity, diversity, and inclusion in part with the Ocean City Art League. Thank you, Ian. Remember, if you think you can, you can. Stay safe and keep smiling.